The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is brought to you in part by the Pop Insider. The Pop Insider has all the latest in news, merch reviews, and other geeky goodness. Whether you're a wizard, a Sith Lord, or a superhero, fuel your fandom at thepopinsider.com. You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... Mrs. Sergeant, we need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. (laughs) It's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am crew. That I did know. These people may be isolated and unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push... It can be exactly what you need. I'm suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen. Online and ready. And welcome to another issue. See, when you're not here, I end up calling them episodes. But when you're here, I get it right and call them issues. It's because I give you the stink eye, isn't it? It is. Uh, even even when I don't give you the stink eye. I get the stink eye. What you're going to need to do is just take a screenshot of me giving you the stink eye. <laughs> and then when, for some reason, I'm not able to make the show, you just, like, put it up in your in your corner of your screen, and you'll get it right. Yeah. Since I am running two screens, you could be there. See? There you go. Anyway... We are the intrepid duo this week, not the intrepid trio. It's just like times. Man, it's flashback to old times. Can you believe 11-3-2013 was when, we want, when Mighty Marvel Geeks launched first episode? So we are, pa- we are past seven years now. Yeah, yeah. And this past weekend, or actually this past Tuesday, was the eight-year anniversary of Weeby Geeks. Now, see, most podcasts don't last that long. No. Most podcasts don't last but about half that, I would say. Uh, maybe a third. Either either we're doing something right or we haven't learned our lesson yet. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just say yes. Okay. So. Um, by the way, uh-huh. by the way, let's just go ahead and get this out of the way. Out of the way. For those of you who celebrate it, like in North America, happy Thanksgiving next week 
Yes, we will be off next week. But we do wish you and yours a happy and safe one. Very much so. Um, Kylan's not with, obviously you're hearing it's Mike and Eric. Kylan's not with us because, well, he had a little mishap in the armory. Speaking of not having learned our lesson. He got crushed by the crusher. (laughs) No, the, the lesson that we haven't learned is not let him go into the armory unsupervised. There's that too. You would have thought we'd have learned that after the Claymore juggling incident. Thankfully, those were duds. Which is why we still have an above-ground, underwater, suborbital volcano lair. Yes. If not, it would be a swimming pool. We'd be broadcasting from the back of a Winnebago. (laughs) Which right now is only in um, Lego form. It would be a very tight fit. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. Anyway, um, check out the homepage, MightyMarvelGeeks.net. Check out our web store. Check out our partners over at Biddy Boomers. Uh, Use the code WeebyGeeks for 15% off your first purchase. Uh, Hulk is out. I think there's some new Marvel ones coming soon. I'm not exactly sure when. Um also, too, check out our web store where you can get hockey jerseys because it's starting to get cold, sweatshirts, hats, beanie hats, um, etc. So check those out. Um, also, too, just check out the other affiliates on our page. Supporting them helps support us. So, um, so DC has announced that Wonder Woman 1984 is releasing... I know I said DC. I'm using this as a segue towards the first story. So just Good. bear with me. DC has announced Wonder Woman 1984 is releasing in the theaters Christmas Day and also releasing on HBO Max. So what does that have to do with us? Absolutely nothing. Why? Because Black, Black Widow... Um. Disney still has no plan. Disney and Marvel still has no plans to move the movie to a Disney Plus debut. All right. I'm just going to say this. If you're releasing a movie in theaters, why are you also releasing it at the very same time on anything else? Well, they're releasing it at no additional cost on HBO Max. Again, why, if you're releasing it in theaters, why are you releasing it on anything else at the same time? Because I, my honest opinion is I think they don't expect to get much in the box office and they're just tired of pushing it back. They just want to get it out there. That's not unlike the the bed frame that I have been painting on and trying to get ready to sell. But today I put it out on uh, my university's classifieds list saying, look, I just want this gone. It's free to a good home, free to a bad home. Honestly, I don't care what home it goes to as long as it gets out of mine. So it sounds like they're following the same kind of thing. I just, I want it gone. Yeah. Which is almost kind of like New Mutants. Yeah, 
That one snuck in the th- that one snuck in and out in the theaters. Yeah, and I believe it's already out on Blu-ray. Well, I don't know about Blu-ray, but it's out on streaming. So, who's streaming it? Uh, is it Netflix? It's not Netflix. I think it would be Hulu. Maybe is it Hulu? Um, I think I'm looking. Uh, let's see. Oh, come on. I see it on YouTube, Vudu, and Google Play. Okay. Um, actually, it is going to stream on HBO Max as well. What? According to therap.com. Let's see. Of course, this was back at the end of August. When this article came out. All right. No, here we go. Uh, Released digitally on November 17th. Uh, The movie will be released on digital 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray and DVD. And comes with a slew of extras, featurettes, deleted scenes, the chat between director Josh Boone and Marvel Comics artist Bill Sinkovich. Okay. Sounds odd that it's going there, though. Yeah. Instead of to Disney Disney Plus or Hulu. Due to contractual quirkiness with the X-Men series, and this is something off of Decider.com. It goes goes back to when Fox... Yeah. Controlled everything. It is expected that New Mutants will head to HBO Max early next year and eventually make its way to Disney Plus. Yeah. So. So there you go. Yeah. So. Um, what? So yeah, Disney's already experimented with premium video on demand with Milan and. Um, when Milan proved that there was no way they were going to make that kind of money back um, because of there is no theatrical market because of the pandemic or the virus that shall remain nameless. Um, Voldemort flu. Yeah. Um, now, of course, Disney brought Milan to Disney Plus charging twenty nine ninety five for a rental, which remained on the renter's account until the movie was officially released on Disney Plus weeks later. Uh, No, at the time, that was not weeks later. It doesn't release on Disney Plus full-time until December. So let's say months later. And I'm going to say this. I, I get why they were wanting to charge extra from Rulon, but at the end of the day, it's really just a rental. Yeah. Though you could make the argument that the twenty nine ninety five, it's no more expensive than, or really no different than going to the theater. It will cost my family twenty nine ninety five minimum just for three tickets to go to the theater. So yeah, would I pay that and be able to have early access to it? For a month, two months, three months, 
a one-time $30 charge? Yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that, and I don't argue that. And I would be paying that if they announced that for Black Widow. I'd be paying that. Yeah. I guess what I'm – the part that I don't like about this is that you're losing the the experience of going to a theater. Right. There is still something – there's an intangible about going to the theater and getting to see it on the really big screen. Now, with the advent of larger screen TVs that go into your home – and, you know, sound bars and, and surround sound systems and all that, it's kind of lessening the – it's kind of lessening the difference. So I don't – I don't know how much of the theatrical experience that you're missing. I mean aside from the $30 bucket of popcorn. Right. Now, I will I, – I, I will counter that by saying – there are still some theaters. It's worth going there, regardless. Particularly oh, yeah. if it's a, if if it's an old theater, and I don't mean it's just in need of an update. Old, I mean like the Alabama theater. Well, here in Birmingham, it was built in 1927, and it has been restored to like you know original, the original look and feel. And I don't care what movie you're going to see there, going to see it in a place like that adds another level to the experience. Right. Now I want to go see Avengers in that. That would be cool. Yeah. Well, for me, it's I, – I think we talked about it before. If this leads to eventually they're going to release it streaming at the same time – at a cost, additional cost, at the same time that they're releasing it in the theater – you know what? I'm going to pay for it streaming because one, I want to be able to watch it opening weekend, even if it is from home. So I got, so I could talk about it at work. So I could talk about it on the show until I can hit my days off. And then on my days off after opening weekend, because I'm sorry, I just don't want to do the opening weekend crowds anymore. Yeah. But usually my first day off after opening weekend, I'm going to see it. I just don't understand the logic of doing it on a streaming and in theaters at the same time because because you are basically – you're hurting one with the other. Right. But, you know, even if it, even if it was one of those pay 15 bucks, 20 bucks to watch it f for 48 hours at home when it – for um, premium on demand, yeah. That's almost the price of a movie ticket. I will pay that and then still pay the movie ticket price on my day off to go non-opening weekend. You are not most people. I am not most people. But if you're if you're putting it on streaming at the same price, I don't – at this point in time, I almost don't see how it's any different than buying a digital comic book or going and buying a physical comic book. Where, will there be some hurt? Of, of either industry, maybe a little bit, but it's going to balance out. But well, right, I, but right now, AMC or Regal's closed. Regal's doors are shut. 
How many other movie theater chains are shut? AMC, AMC is still open. Cinemark's still open in certain places. But there's not many new new movies dropping because of the pandemic. Well, I mean, that's that's a fair point. That's a fair point because with all this crap, nothing is normal and all bets are off. Yeah. I mean, I still don't like the idea of putting it in theaters and on the streaming service on the same day. Now, I would what I would do is at least give the theaters one week. Right. Because, I mean, you have a tremendous drop-off usually from week one to week two. Right. With, with, with the movie theatrical release. I'd at least wait a week. Right. But that is just me. Your mileage may vary. Now, Marvel still plans on re- releasing Black Widow in May of 2021. But with this thing surging again in the U.S. and in many other countries, uh, who knows what the state of movie theaters are going to be um, or how how much society is going to want to leave the house. Or how much okay. society is going to be allowed to leave the house. There's that too. So, um, so like I said – with, with Wonder Woman coming to HBO Max, what what does this mean for Black Widow? Right now, nothing. Because Marvel Studios, Kevin Feige, they're still trying to aim for the theaters. Which I think is good. But the question is, if you release it now, and then you turn around and the theaters do open up in May... And you keep the May theatrical release. Will it still could it, could it still potentially profit as long as you're not putting, um, as long as you make it a premium purchase add on, like Milan was. So in a sense, you're almost buying the a digital copy before before the movie comes out. If you get the digital copy before the movie comes out. Why would you go watch it in the theater? Well, for me, it's because I still want the theatrical experience, but as you said, we're not normal. Yeah. I think most people, if you get it on digital digital copy before it comes out in theaters, most people aren't going to go watch it. Yeah. I'm not – I don't like that. Because, again, I think there is something to be said for the theatrical movie-watching experience, but only in certain situations would would most people go do that. In case in point, I'm going to bring out the Alabama Theater again. They usually – I don't know if, they, if they're going to have it this year or not, um, but normally they do have a Christmas music series. I mean, Christmas movie series uh, and they'll show things like, you know, Miracle on 34th Street, you know, it's a wonderful life, a Christmas story, that sort of thing. And, but those, those are classic movies that, you know, they come on cable, you, you've got them on DVD and, and all that. But again, in certain situations, you can have a movie that's already been out on video come to the, come to a theater and, and still expect to, you know, to have people come to see it. Right. I 
don't think a movie like Wonder Woman 84 or Black Widow is going to qualify. Right. I agree. But it'd be curious to see what happens. Yeah. So, um, I guess moving on. (laughs) From the Pop Insider, our partners, uh, which we love having Pop Insider on, being with them. And sorry you missed the holiday toy episode. Well, that's all right. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. Okay. That that was – I've been working with the jammers, so I've been hearing a lot of bad puns. (laughs) <laughs> like why why is that dude, why the hockey dude, how long have you been around me i know but it's a different set of puns well you know when a joke becomes a dad joke right i have forgotten about this when it becomes apparent that's right well you you did hear about the new noise ordinance in hawaii yes uh no tell me um all comedians are being told that they have to keep everything to a low ha. See, this is why we <laughs> really we miss Kylan because Kylan is our easy audience. Yes, he is. We if we get a laugh out of him, we know we're doing good. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, coming a couple stories from the Pop Insider. Um, Figpen goes retro with classic Marvel Comics collection. Nice. Uh, Hulk, Iron Man, Venom, Moon Knight, and Spider-Man are all getting the Figpen treatment. Uh, Figpen are... I mean, if, the, these are, are pens that I believe have um, an AR... Well, let me go to their site and hit... Uh, Figpen, Ultimate Pen Collectible. Combining our passion for high-quality pens and joy of collecting. Um, what's innovative about them is you can share and display your fig pens anywhere, anytime through their innovative pen backer. Um, but I want to say that they also had, um, if you scan the pens, they, they do something in, in AR. I could be wrong. I may have them confused with someone else. But they got some amazing looking pens. If I had known they had Spider Gwen, I would have ordered it for Zoe. Well, there you go. But um, they're doing a retro line. Uh, the new collection drops on November 18th, or had dropped on November 18th for pre orders. Uh, three of these designs, Venom, Hulk, and Spider Man, are Fig Pen Commons which means they will be available individually from figpen.com and from major retailers. Iron Man and Moon Knight, however, are figpen exclusives, which means they're limited to 2,000 pieces and will only be available from figpen.com and will cost $20 each. Okay. And these are some nice-looking pens. Okie dokie. So... Yeah, we're we're not recording like we normally do because I did not. I'm surprising Eric with all the stories tonight. Well, you know that's that's what I said. You hit me with this stuff. You get my unvarnished, unpracticed reaction. Yep. I'm just going to their. Oh, they had Spider Man from the from the video game. 
sweet. With the white spider. Oh, it looks so cool. They had Peter Porker, too, spider hand. <laughs> with the large mallet. Oh, they got goose. Zoe would love that. Yeah, I mean, the pins look really good. And oh. they have look of the old. Yeah. Yeah. They have, they have a, okay, they've got two Spider-Man from the PS4 game. Uh, one with him in swing action and one just standing. Man, I would go after that swing action heartbeat if it wasn't sold out. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, Figpin, they've got other licenses as well. Assassin's Creed, uh, Bruce Lee, Borderlands, Crash Bandicoot, DC, uh, The Marvel, Disney, Fallout, Halo, Godzilla, Mass Effect, Half-Life, uh, Pac-Man, Overwatch, uh, Star Wars, Stranger Things. I mean, and I'm not hitting on, and there's still a bunch that I've missed. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, the, these things look pretty cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm liking the 92 X-Men pins that I'm seeing here. Oh, speaking of X-Men, did you hear about the Transformers X-Men crossover? Yes. That looked sweet. And I'm just, I'm going to call it as soon as these things come out and I see one in my local store, I'm grabbing it because the X-Men Blackbird Transformer. I mean, it looks as sweet as Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And X, you know, X-Men and Transformers crossover would, would it sounds rather appealing to me, especially if Sentinels are involved. Oh, that, that would be cool too. Now, um, how about this one? Marvel desk lamps. Desk lamps. Desk lamps. Um, apparently, who put these out? Toink, T-O-Y-N-K, has introduced some super new lights. Uh, they have introduced four new Marvel lights to its home goods collection. And it, according to Madeline, I think we had Madeline on the show. I think so. Um, she says impossible to choose a favorite. So there is a Spider-Man street light LED desk lamp. It's styled to look like a street lamp with the web slinging hero hanging upside down from his webbing. It stands 16 inches tall and will make the most perfect addition to any home office or bedside table. But yet there's more. There's more. The second LED desk lamp is modeled after a repulsor glove from Tony Stark's Iron Man suit. Powered by an occluded USB cable, the soft glowing light shines from the palm and fingertips of the 14-inch glove. This design also features intentional weathering and damage from one of the many times the Avengers battled alien invaders, of course. Well, of course. Um... Third, there's a mood light that is shaped like the iconic Marvel logo. The light box measures 17 inches long and features an LED that shines through the white lettering of the logo. That one would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. And I just realized I probably need to do this. Uh, And then finally, 
the funkiest of the light of the four lights is a Spider-Man motion lamp mood light. It almost functions like a lava lamp with illuminating blue lava flowing in a clear tube topped by a 3D Spider-Man head. Yeah, I'm going to pass on that one. Yeah. And then for those looking for something non-lighting option, which I would love to have this. Yes. Uh, Toink also added to his home good offerings an Iron Man 2 replica briefcase seven-piece screwdriver set. This case is modeled after the Mark V armor seen in the movie, while the screwdriver itself is also Iron Man red. Yeah, I'd want this. Uh, I would want this. It's definitely not as big, obviously, but it does have a really neat look to it. Yeah, yeah. I think it looks awesome. Oh, absolutely. I'm almost afraid to know how much it costs. Um, let's not discuss that right now. Uh, the screwdriver set, 30 bucks. Well, that's not as bad as I thought it would be. Uh the repulsor glove or the repulsor gauntlet, fifty-six bucks. Spider-Man desk lamp, sixty bucks, and the uh, official logo, seventeen-inch light box, eighty bucks. Now I do like the look of the repulsor lamp because you got the little lights in you know, the fingertips, and you can kind of adjust it. I don't know if they are adjustable. I'm looking on their site now. Well, they they should be. Uh, it does have a it does have a fifteen minute auto shut off mode. That's not bad. Uh, it looks like it is not. They are not adjustable. Well, that's put a crimp on an otherwise darn fine idea. Yep. I'm just yeah. See, that is a design opportunity that has been wasted. Yeah. Yeah. Because they did not ask us. This is true. And what should be the takeaway from this? Ask us. Yep. So before we go any further, how about we discuss the new Spider-Man game? Well, I was kind of hoping you would say that. Uh, For those of you who don't know, Uh, One of our favorite games here on the show has been the Spider-Man game from back in 2018, PlayStation. Yeah, rub it in. Okay, mine and Kylan's favorite game. (laughs) And one of the, the bright spots was the introduction of Miles Morales, where he gets uh, in, what's the word? Um, he gets bitten by another radioactive spider, and you know he gets his own Spider-Man abilities. Well, let's see. Back in June of let's see, back in June of this year at a uh, PlayStation Five reveal event, it was announced that this game, Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, would be a launch title for the PlayStation Five. Uh, The game released worldwide last week on November 12th for PlayStation 4. Uh, The PlayStation 5 version uh, also released in North America and Oceania uh, back on the 12th, but it released 
worldwide today, day of recording, which is November 19th. Now, this game, it's a direct sequel of the Spider-Man game, where it takes up about a year after the events of the, the uh, at least the D, the last DLC, uh, where you had like the uh, the Devil's Breath Crisis and the uh, Maja's Gang War, you have uh, Miles Morales being mentored by Peter Parker, and in this game, Peter goes off with Mary Jane overseas to uh, to cover the Simcarian Civil War. And Miles is left to be the the one web swinger in New York. And, well, I'm not going to spoil the plot from that point on. You do have uh, returning characters. You have, of course, Miles Morales. You have his mother, Rio Morales. Uh, You have Ganka Lee. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that first name right because I, I have not got the game yet. And that may be over uh, Christmas break. And you do have Peter Parker. And one thing that you you may notice in uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales is that Peter Parker has gotten a bit of a facelift where he looks more like Tom Holland. Coincidence? <laughs> yeah, right. But you also, in the Spider-Man... Uh, Miles Morales version for PS5. Uh, pull, I need to pull this up on Sony's website real quick. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to see what you got. Uh, you've got it says key features according to. Uh, Play, uh, the Sony PlayStation website. Miles Morales discovers explosive powers that set him apart from his mentor, Peter Parker. Master his unique bioelectric venom blast attacks and covert camouflage power alongside spectacular web slinging acrobatics, gadgets, and skills. A war, you have a war for power, a war for control of Marvel's New York has broken out between a devious energy corporation, <coughs> Roxanne, <coughs> and a high-tech criminal army. With his new home at the heart of the battle, Miles must learn the cost of becoming a hero and decide what he must sacrifice for the greater good. Uh, You have a vibrant new home traverse the snowy streets of this new, vibrant, and bustling neighborhood as Miles searches for a sense of belonging. When the lines blur between his personal and crime-fighting lives, he discovers who he can trust and what it feels like to truly be home. Okay. Now, there are two versions that you can get for this. Uh, The standard version for both PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 is uh, just has Miles Morales, just has that game. The Ultimate Edition includes not just Spider-Man Miles Morales, but it includes Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered. And that is a remastered port of the original Spider-Man for the PlayStation 5 console. Uh, you also get a you get the original game, Plus, it's downloadable content, The City That Never Sleeps, uh, three additional suits, further trophies, and new addition to the photo mode. 
Now, the three additional suits include the suit worn in The Amazing Spider-Man from 2012 and two original suits designed by Insomniac Games, the Arachnid Rider suit and the Armored Advance suit. So, yeah, that's that's pretty awesome in and of itself. Now, let's see. Uh, so far, Miles Morales has gotten a pretty good review from the critics. Uh, Metacritic gives both the PS4 and PS5 versions an 85 out of 100. Uh, Game Informer gave it 9 out of 10. IGN gave it 9 out of 10. Uh, GameSpot, well, that's the Romanian judge there, gave it a 7 out of 10. So it's, uh, yeah. The let's see, the PlayStation Four version sold twenty two thousand over twenty two almost twenty three thousand physical copies within its first week on sale in Japan. So it's now the eighth best selling retail game of the week in the country. Okay. So I, I, I'm looking forward to this because I really did enjoy. The storyline, this, the storyline from the Spider-Man game, I've said it here on this on this podcast, is one of the best Spider-Man stories I've ever seen. It's definitely my favorite Spider-Man story of them all. Right. And so I'm looking forward to seeing where this one goes. Now, we, we are going to be seeing some uh, returning characters. We're also going to see some new ones. Um I don't really want to say which ones because I don't want to. I don't want to go too spoiler boy here. But uh, one in particular, I'm looking for in this game. I'm looking forward to see how he's treated. Okay, I, I can see that. So, well, to continue on, um. Avengers gear up in all new armor in Avengers Mech Strike. Uh, this is from writer Jed McKay and artist Carlos Magno. Uh, and they will take the Avengers into uncharted territory in a new comic series this February. Um, it's a brand new enemy has emerged and they're, and the Earth's mightiest heroes are no match against it at all, but they're not easily beaten. So when new threats arise, powerful new tools must be brought to bear. So suiting up in individually individualized high-tech armor, the Avengers stand, stand ready for one of their greatest battles yet in the extraordinary new comic series, Avengers Mech Strike. Um... It will kick off a bold new age of action-packed Avengers battles that will send shockwaves through the comic book industry and beyond. Uh, uniting against an unstoppable enemy, Avengers Mech Strike number one is just the beginning of an epic story that will unfold throughout the next year. So, thoughts on that? Uh, it sounds kind of gimmicky. I'm not going to lie. It, it's, it's interesting. I don't know. To me, it almost reminds me of GoBots. 
Oh, dear Lord. Please tell me I'm not seeing this. You are seeing it. These are almost like Power Ranger mechs. Or or Pacific Rim. Okay. I look at this, and you know what I see? I see Hasbro. Probably. No, I mean, seriously, what I am seeing here, it looks like somebody – I say Hasbro, but it could be just any – any toy manufacturer is saying, hey, we've got this great line of Marvel-themed robot characters. Yeah. We need to tie in. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, it could be GoBots. Yeah, I'm thinking more Micronauts. It's kind of got a more of a Micronaut feel to me. Could be. Although, although the Hulk one looks more like Devastator from uh, Transformers. Yeah. But to me, this is Avengers meets Power Rangers or meets Voltron. I would say more Voltron than Power Rangers. So, um, yeah, this is this is a tie in plugging a line of action figures. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of action figures. So I can share this with you ahead of time. <laughs> uh there are retro Marvel figures and toys arriving at Target for the holiday shopping season. Uh, new figures from the Hasbro Marvel Legends line comes in fun throwback packaging featuring the bold colors from decades ago. And the Marvel Legends is the six-inch figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, this first one, first pairing, yeah, I would love to get one of these. Yes, I would actually like getting both of them. Yeah. Um, Tell the people what it is, Johnny. First up are Rogue and Gambit. And they it looks like it's the X-Men, it's the uncanny X-Men, mm-hmm. but it almost has the same look as the X-Men cartoon, the 94 cartoon. Well, the Gambit one, definitely. Um, the Rogue is like the green and yellow bodysuit with the leather mini jacket. Yep, and I love the it, and it, both of these have accessories that come with it. And while I like the one for Gambit that sh- got him throwing the cards, yeah. uh, hands that's got like you know I'm I'm charging up the card or I'm throwing the cards. Rogues is perfect. She just has two interchangeable hands, and one of them ha- has the glove off. Yeah. If you if you know Rogue, you know what's happening right there. Yep, yep. But Gambit, oh, I would love to get the Gambit one. Uh, the second ones are Retro Cyborg Spider-Man and Negative Zone Suit. Now, while these are cool, I'm not really interested in either one of these. Yeah, me neither. It's just these two are not in my alley. No, I kind of, I can kind of understand the negative zone Spider-Man. Right. I'm just not a big fan of the cyborg Spider-Man because it makes me think of like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action figure. Yeah. Yeah. Now we already talked about a little bit of the Transformers um, X-Men crossover or mashup. Yes. Uh, 
the Blackbird is called Expanse is his name. Mm-hmm. Ultimate Expanse. And uh, I mean, now this looks great, but also too, it comes with a Wolverine and a saber tooth as well. Yeah. Little micro figures. Yeah. Now, um, Funko is also added to new pops. Uh, one being a retro style Wolverine from or, his solo series or Cyborg Spider-Man from, from the nineties. How, how, okay. I guess I am glad I missed those. I would like the Wolverine one because that is from like the early days of his solo title. Right. Well, I meant I, I missed the, uh, I'm glad I, I missed the Cyborg Spider-Man. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just not a big fan of the, the Cyborg Spider-Man. I'm, I'm sorry. Now, going back to the Avengers mech armor, there are new Lego Spider-Man and Avengers set arriving early next year, such as the Captain America mech armor. Dude, I- I'm telling you. But this one looks a little different than what they have for him in the in the comic yes because this one it's like you still see his head but his body goes into the suit okay you remember pinky in the brain yeah do you remember the suit you know the the robot body that they built yeah that basically was like a guy in a suit and brain just has popped his head up out of the collar yeah that's what this reminds me of yeah, that's what these Lego figs remind me of. Uh, there's the Thor mech armor, uh, the Miles Morales mech armor, um, which is an interesting Miles Morales character minifig. Yeah, I mean, I like the minifigs that are come that that come with this. I mean, I might want to get these for the minifigures alone, right? Particularly Miles Morales and the Thor one. Yeah, Thor's not bad. It's it's clearly patterned after his costume in Ragnarok. Right. Now, this next set, I definitely I understand it may be a potentially a Lego Junior set. Yeah. But man, I love the look of it. Uh Spider Man and Sandman Showdown. When supervillain Sandman stirs up a sand tornado, it's time to team up with Spider Man and the young superhero in your life. Spider-Man races to the scene in his buggy, but Spider uh, Sandman retaliates with a sand-slinging catapult. Will Spider-Man's speedy recover, speedy vehicle and web-slinging skills save the day uh, with endless stories and role-play. It's the Sandman minifig that I absolutely dig in the set. Pun intended. Pun not intended, but will be considered a pun. Yeah, I mean the Sandman figure in here looks really good. Yeah. Um, this looks amazing. I'm not as I'm not as big a fan of the quote unquote buggy. I'm not either because it doesn't look like a buggy. It looks like a it looks like a four wheeler. Yeah. Which you know, don't get me wrong. It's a nice little build, and this this set only has 45 pieces, so it's something that yes, it's going to be a junior. See, this this would be a set I'd be giving to Zoe. Go here's the vehicle. Here's yeah. the catapult. So you, well, the catapult we would use with our Mandalorian uh, diorama we want to do. Yeah, the buggy is like oh. here's another buggy for for your Leo minifigs. I just want the two minifigs. I want the Spider Man and I want I want Sandman. Well, the pictures of the box 
that's is showing it for like ages four and up. Right. So yes, that's definitely a junior set. Yeah, but man, Sandman's amazing. The Sandman one looks good for those of you who can't see this because you know it's a podcast or or a radio show. It it looks like Sandman is not he's not a complete minifigure. No. And when I say minifigure, I mean it's like you know two legs, a torso, arms, head. You know the Sandman figure looks like he's tr- he's partial sand. He has the regular torso, arms, and a head, but the lower part of his body is like a spinning, almost a vortex of sand. Yeah, it looks great. It does. And, and I have to admit, the next one on this list also looks pretty cool. Spider-Man and Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider versus Carnage. This looks killer. And it's the Robbie Reyes. Yeah. Ghost Rider. Yeah. With his car. Yeah, with the car. Now, I've got the original Ghost Rider back here behind me, which would be like the Johnny Blaze version. The vehicle, the the motorcycle looks a little bit too big. But, oh, well. Yeah, I kind of dig this next one, too. Spider-Man's monster truck versus Mysterio. Now, I really do like the Mysterio figure. Yeah. Doc Ock's and not too bad. Doc Ock's not too bad. And do you notice a Spider Gwen? Zoe has a Spider Gwen, and the really hasn't changed much with with it. Okay, but I mean, it's another set with Spider Gwen, which is great, right? Uh, so for for these sets, they're coming out. Uh, looks like possibly March. Yes. Um, the mech armor sets are potentially coming out in January. Um, uh, yeah, these sets will begin rolling out in January with two additional ones in March. Now, the ones that we have oh, talked about so far coming out in January are January. Yes, man, January can't get here soon enough to suck, get that Spider Man and Sandman. Now let's let's just recap. The, the last two, because we, we did our wow, I really want this ones, but uh, for the Spider-Man and Ghost Rider versus Carnage, it says, Ghost Rider races through the city in his flame-covered car. The Supercharger is a loaded three-stud shooter. I hate stud shooters now. I'm just going to say it. I hate it, The Vigilante with the flaming skull is looking for bad guys to bring to justice, and he's in luck. Supervillain Carnage is on the loose. Spider-Man is battling the bad guy. When the three of them meet, the action will be as fiery as Ghost Rider's head. Yep. And one thing, well, all right, there's a lot of flame effects, access, accessories for uh, on this set, but you stick them all on the car, looks like. Yeah, yeah. And Spider-Man's monster truck, uh, it says, team up with Spider-Man and Spider-Gwen in an epic battle against Dr. Octopus and Mysterio. Dr. Octopus uses his long arms to steal some money. Spider-Gwen chases him on her skateboard and shoots webs at the villain. Spider-Man charges into the action in his monster truck. Did you know Spider-Man had a monster truck? I think we all, every good hero should have a monster truck. Yeah. I want a monster truck. Mysterio a- attacks with two armed drones. Fire the net launcher. Will that stop the bad guys? Only you can decide. And Mysterio is kind of – he's kind of got the the lower torso action going kind of like with Sandman. But this looks like smoke tendrils. Right. 
Right. Now the final two sets coming in March, Iron Man versus Thanos. Again, looks like a potential junior set. It is. Um, this looks kind of, they're not calling it juniors, but this looks similar to the, uh, like the Star Wars sets that were, where you do the battles and you mm-hmm. a- launch and where the kids launch, yeah. aim at targets type thing. Yeah, that's pretty much what this is. Uh, Iron Man is locked in an epic battle with Thanos for the Infinity Gauntlet. Put Arnold, put the Arnold, uh, Armored. Armored. Arnold. No, it's put the Arnold Palmer superhero. Put the we armor. are not going to put the Iron Man into the hovercraft. <laughs> put the this armored is the su- Arnold superhero. <laughs> put the armored superhero into his high high speed jet and launch an attack on the evil supervillain. When Thanos tries to shoot it down with his powerful gun tower, strike back using the jet's shooting discs. I hate those just as bad as I hate the stud mm-hmm. shooters. Um the action gets even more exciting on land when Iron Man and Thanos increase their powers using the energy stands. Now, now, I, I do like the idea like of the, the energy stands. I like those, yeah. And then the other set, Spider-Man attack on the spider lair. Spider-Man is relaxing in his cool super, in his super cool headquarters playing video games practicing his skateboard tricks and shooting a few basketballs. But when Venom and Green Goblin force their way in, it's time for battle. Will the amazing web slinger catch the bad guys and lock them in his personal gel? With super with cool weapons, the iron spider suit, and your superhero skills, he just may. I think this is definitely my favorite set of all of them. Because it's got well, it's got multiple Spider-Man minifigures in here. Yeah. And it looks like it's got, you know, the spider cycle. It looks like a Spider-Man, a cross between a Spider-Man Batcave and Tony Stark's armor suit display. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it does. I think this set would be worth it for the minifigs alone. I think so. I mean, you've got four Spider-Man minifigures, Green Goblin, Venom. Yeah. Well, the three Macs and the Spider-Man and Sandman Showdown are all going to be retail $9.99. The Ghost Rider set is 20 bucks. I can see that. And the Monster Truck is 40 bucks. I can see that, too. Um, I can see 10 bucks being dropped, (laughs) without a doubt. Well... I mean, let's look at the let's look at the piece count too. All right, so you've got the you know, the Captain America mech armor is 121 pieces. Thor mech armor's got 139. Yep. Uh, Miles Morales has 125. I can see that for about 10 bucks. The Spider-Man Sandman Showdown it's 45 pieces. Right. I don't know that I would. That's 9.99. A little bit much for for forty five pieces, but whatever. Uh, the Ghost Rider set two hundred and twelve pieces. I, I I can see that. Now the Spider Man's Monster Truck versus Mysterio. You would not think this just by looking at it, but it's got four hundred and thirty nine pieces. So what I'm seeing here is roughly about ten. Ten bucks for a hundred pieces. It's not bad. You know, for every for every hundred pieces, it's ten bucks. 
so you go on to that logic, your Iron Man versus Thanos set, it's 103 pieces, so that's probably going to be about 9.99. Yeah. Uh the attack on the spider layer, that's 466 pieces, so that's going to be over 40. Yeah. I so, would pay 40 for that set. I would pay 40 for that uh, Spider-Man Attack on Spider-Lair set. Yeah, it's – well, that one they're not listing yet of uh, price. That's my prediction. That's my prediction. Yeah, sounds about right. 40, 50 bucks. So uh, any final thoughts? Um, I really don't have any final thoughts other than I want to go build some Lego now. I want to build some Lego and then shoot them with some X shots. Yes. From our good friends over at Zuru. Yes. Say hello to my little friend. (laughs) I think Zoe and I, Thanksgiving Day, are going to do crushers at 20 paces. (laughs) I I could just see Melissa out there like, you know, the, the referee. You and Zoe are standing back to back, and she's counting off the paces. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, since we have final thought it out, um, Thursday, if you would, please. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? Nope. Just time to go dark. Go dark. Sir, the system has accepted the modified core. I'll begin running diagnostics. Welcome to the Double Feature Picture Show. What do you want to see? Well, I want to see something really good and something really bad. Like maybe Total Recall and Junior? Sure. Or The Rocketeer and Country Bears? Absolutely. Maybe even Dogma and Yoga Hoses? I mean, of course. Who programs such cinematic excellence and hot garbage together? Why, only the Double-Edge Double Bill, my good man. Available on the ESO Network and wherever you get podcasts. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek. This has been a Weeby Geeks production.